Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All I had to do was see what it says on the license plates up here. Wild, wonderful West Virginia. I was sold. <laughs> girls can hunt, that's for sure. You've proven that. Oh, hey. You just can't take the West Virginia out of this girl. Wait. Okay, continue. They're on payroll. <laughs> <laughs> These are on the backside of people's farms and properties. Uh, you know, you have river bottom here, and it's just a, a very uh, beautiful, unique setting. This is West Virginia's only hunting and fishing radio show. Proudly brought to you by Northside Automotive, Route 19 in Summersville. We'll beat the advertised price of any other dealer in the state, guaranteed. And now, here's West Virginia's voice of the outdoors, Chris Lawrence. In the studio this morning, Dale Cooper, our producer, over on the other side of the glass. Glad to have you along with us wherever you might be listening today all around the country. Glad to have you in. Another edition of West Virginia Outdoors on the air. And coming up over the course of the next hour, we're going to talk turkey. <laughs> How about this weather, Coop? <laughs> I slept with the window open last night. First time I've done that in a while. It was nice out there. Walked out on the deck this morning. It was nice and warm, and you can tell, hopefully, spring is here. You never know. Biggest One of the biggest snows I ever saw came on April 1st, so let's keep our fingers crossed that we're done with that business. But that tells you that turkey season is right around the corner, so I thought we would dedicate start dedicating a few of our weekends to that as we get ready for the spring gobbler season in west virginia and nathan taylor with taylor's game over turkey calls is in studio he's over there sanding up his calls and we're going to talk to him for the course of the hour and uh, about the the calls he makes how he got started and he can uh, enlighten us on the sounds that some of those make but also it's a big day for a lot of school kids around west virginia because today is the annual archery and schools state tournament put on by the uh Archery and Schools program that is run by the West Virginia DNR. They're going to be at the Charleston Civic Center today, shooting all day long. And if you've never been to that, it's kind of an interesting event because from one end of the arena to the other, there are targets. I think there's 40 of them and 80 kids shooting starting at 9 o'clock all the way to 4. It's nonstop action. And it's really quiet because everybody, nobody wants to like break concentration. But the funny thing is, all of a sudden when they blow the whistle and say go, you hear... Near all these these arrows flying through the air and hitting targets, it's a pretty cool sound. So uh, that's getting started today. And Art Shomo is the guy who runs the Archery and Schools program for DNR. I had a chance to talk to him ahead of today. He's too busy right now to talk, but I did get a chance to talk to him this week. This is the twelfth uh, year for the uh, Archery and Schools tournament, state tournament, and uh, of course it's held down at the Civic Center, Charleston Civic Center, on May uh, March twenty fifth. Uh, this Saturday, and uh, it's about the same size. There, we're kind of constrained by size, somewhat. I mean, Charleston Civic Center is the largest venue we can find, and uh, most of the time, this coming Saturday, we're going to be shooting 40 targets or 80 kids will be shooting at any one time, and that's just what from one end of the Coliseum to the other, it's just <laughs> like sardines almost packed in there. So it, it, we're kind of limited by size uh, of the venues that we have. So, uh, but anyway, we got, uh, let's see here, 
527 archers, about an even split, uh, 259 females and 268 males. About 55 different schools are involved. Uh, of course, we take the, uh, from our virtual qualifying tournament, we take the top six schools in each division, which is elementary, middle school, and high school. And then we also take the top 15 archers uh, of you know, female and top 15 males who aren't in a, on a team that's already qualified. And what happens with them after after that? Well, of course, they shoot as individuals, and um, of course, then you know, there's also the nationals. So the top team in each division uh, gets qualifies automatically for the national tournament, and the top ten males and top ten females in each division also qualify for the nationals. Then other teams may qualify, and individuals may qualify, depending on their scores compared to the rest of the country. They have to kind of wait and see how the other scores come in from the rest of the country. This is nationals. Looking. Nationals are in uh, May third and through fifth, I think, in Louisville, Kentucky. This has really become a popular program in schools around the state, hasn't it? Yes. Um, I mean, some places we have, like in some counties, I think like Upshur County, basically every school is involved in it, and then some counties there's very few schools involved in it, but. Um, and it kind of comes and goes with the, you know, if a coach leaves and the new coach doesn't necessarily want to do that. Because a lot of times it depends on the physical education teachers uh, to, to run the program. Because they have to have training, uh, follow the uh, National Archery in the Schools Program, NASP, training uh, rules and guidelines and, and even curriculum they have. You know, that has to be taught as part of the school day lessons, uh, at least 10 hours during the school year. And then a lot of them go beyond that. They'll have an after-school program for, for kids that want to get more involved in it, don't they? Yeah, almost all of them have an after-school club, if you want to call it that, um, that they have practices, um, <laughs> some more than others, obviously. But uh, some of them do a lot of practicing after school, uh, like a regular sport, especially during this time of the year. You know, starting in January, it really gears up, uh, getting ready for these qualifying tournament and then the states. And the, the whole idea here was to get kids involved in archery because it's something that you can do as a lifelong pursuit. It's not like football, basketball, and baseball. Everybody's pretty much done with that when high school's over and you never play again, or if you're lucky enough right. to. You, mm -hmm. Even the best only go to about the, their late 30s, early 40s, and they're done. they still got half their life left. This you can do right. to your 90. Right, yeah. It's, archery is a sport that... Um, it doesn't require a great deal of strength or physical agility. Um, you know, uh, so it's, it's basically depending on uh, you have to be good at concentration and focus, kind of putting everything out and just focus in on the target. And uh, that's the important thing. It's always interesting, too, when you see these, these young ladies that are no bigger in a minute and you'll have some <laughs> big brute of a boy next to her and she'll outshoot him nine times out of ten, it seems like. Right. I mean, it doesn't really depend on uh, brute strength or anything. A lot of it depends on focus and hand-eye coordination. And there's a lot of that, that that is developed in this this program as well. If you're if you're not very good at that, this is a great way to learn. Right. I mean, obviously, with about anything, the practice makes perfect. So, um, you know, typically the, the, the kids that practice longer uh, are typically the ones that want to make it to the states or even to the nationals. DNR is heavily involved in this. You all basically run the program uh, statewide. And I guess the idea here, even though this is not aimed at bow hunting per se, you kind of hope that if they get interested in archery, that may bleed over and they'll want to get more interested in, in, uh, in bow hunting down the line. 
Right. I mean, sometimes you know, a lot of them, as you said, they can go till for shooting targets until they're ninety, and and uh, certainly if they get involved in hunting, they can bow hunt until they're seventy, eighty, or even ninety, maybe. Uh, and, and I don't think we've had to try. We've tried to track that at all, but we certainly hope that some of them see as a skill and, and then transfer that over to you know going out and, and bow hunting in the woods. All right, then. What time do things get started at the Civic Center? Okay, the uh, first flight, which is elementary, we start with the elementary students, then we go to the middle school, and then the high school, the last. Uh, the elementary flight, one, starts at 9 o'clock in the morning, and the last flight, which is a straight high school, uh, starts at 3 o'clock and finishes at 4, and then we have an award ceremony at 4.30. And the uh, cost is for, you know, people come in and watch. It's uh, adults 18 and over, it's $5, and kids 6 to 17, $3.00 and under five and under is free and obviously i mean most of your spectators are probably going to be parents but anybody right. can come in and watch yes certainly anybody can come in and watch uh it's, as i said it's pretty amazing when you see 40 targets and 80 kids lined up just one straight line all the way from one end of the coliseum to the other um it's pretty neat to watch and you hear the just silence and it's just you know yeah exactly <laughs> and it, it's also interesting too how disciplined these kids are i mean you've the, there are rules you have to follow, and, and safety, of course, is the of the utmost right. priority. And they all they all pay attention, and you you very rarely see anybody violate the rules. Yeah, I mean, all through their t- training, I mean, they have to take this NAS training in school, and uh, through the training, through their practices, the coaches, I'm sure, enforce that. And by the time they get there, I don't remember much of any problems we've had. Uh, because there's a, our, one of our natural resource police officers is basically, if you call it the MC, and, and he has a, a microphone loudspeaker, and he announces, you know, bows on toes, on the line, okay, shoot, and then he has certain commands, and, and so it's very organized and orderly. All right. All right, we appreciate your time this morning, man. Oh, you're welcome, Chris. All right, Shoma there with the DNR, and that gets started at 9 o'clock. The elementary school kids will start it off this morning. So if you've never been to that, it's a lot of fun. You ought to go down there and watch it. It's kind of interesting to see. All right, we got to take a break. When we come back, Nathan Taylor of Taylor's Game Over Turkey Calls is with us, and we'll dedicate the rest of the show to calling turkeys. want to tell you, though, if you want to get away from the hustle and bustle and try a luxury cabin and private access trophy trout stream at Harmon's Luxury Log Cabins in the Hopeville Canyon. That's up uh near between seneca rocks and petersburg been there many times myself and it's well worth uh, a weekend up there you won't regret it nothing says relaxing more than a little fishing you can even learn to fly fish if you don't know how with some of the pros that's where they filmed the award-winning tv show fly rod chronicles for more off the grid getaways like that visit go to wv.com or call 1-800-CALL-WVA real escape you're going to find it here in wild wonderful west virginia it is the spring clearance event at Northside and somersville and you'll save more at your neighborhood chrysler jeep dodge ram dealer with up to eleven thousand dollars off ram tough trucks america's longest lasting pickup and pay less at Northside with over $6,200 in savings on the Chrysler 200 Limited now only $23,800 or an all-wheel drive 200S for only $25,750. You'll save more when you visit NorthsideChryslerJeepDodge.net. 
Northside and Summersville, right in your neighborhood and right on the price. West Virginia owned with West Virginia pride. Eastern Buildings is building long-lasting, beautiful horse and agricultural barns, garages, and pole barns all across the Mountain State. Whether you're thinking of a home garage or workshop or a large custom structure, Eastern Buildings Class A custom builders can give you a hard-working structure that also looks great with an industry-leading five-year workmanship warranty and a lifetime leak-proof warranty. Go to easternbuilders.com for financing options and see how we're building for you. easternbuildings.com The Metro News website is your primary source for news and sports in the Mountain State. From breaking news to in-depth analysis, high school, Mountaineer, Marshall, and MEC coverage, news for hunters and fishermen on the outdoors page, and Hoppy Kerchival's daily commentary, plus all your favorite shows, Sports Line, Talk Line, Hotline, and more, all archived on the site at just a click away, and it's free. Keep up with what's happening in our state at WVMetroNews.com. Metro News is the voice of West Virginia. You're listening to Northside Automotive West Virginia Outdoors on Metro News, the voice of West Virginia. There are lots of ways your family can avoid the flu. Like moving to a distant island for the entire flu season. But the best way is to get your family vaccinated against flu. Flu can be serious for everyone, even really healthy people. Young kids and older people are especially at risk. So is anyone with a health condition like asthma or diabetes. That's why everyone six months and older should get a flu vaccine every year. It's easy. A lot easier than moving to a distant island. Find a nearby place to get vaccinated at flu.gov. Brought to you by HHS. We will not be an easy target. We will never roll over and let pain plan our day or let an ache tell us what we can and cannot do. We will not linger on the sofa, ask somebody else to bring us the mail or take the parking space closest to the door. But what we will do is take action. We will plan ahead. We will protect our bodies and fight back by moving. Lace up our sneakers and grab our tennis rackets. We will bowl. We will do our morning laps and bike ride through Saturday afternoon. We will walk our dogs around the block. We will pass up the elevator and proudly take the stairs. Because arthritis can't beat us if we beat it first. In the fight against arthritis, you need a weapon. What's yours? To learn more, visit us at fightarthritispain.org. This message brought to you by the Arthritis Foundation and the Ad Council. Introducing the YMCA. Sure, you know the Y for a swim or a game of hoops, but we're more than that. We're a cause. When you take a jump shot at the Y, someone else is getting job training. Practice yoga as a team practices her leadership skills. We give people of all ages, incomes, and backgrounds a chance to learn, grow, and thrive. So while you might think of the Y as the place for lifting weights, we're also about lifting entire communities. That's the Y. We're so much more. Visit ymca.net slash more. It is Northside Automotive West Virginia Outdoors. I'm Chris Lawrence. Glad to have you along with us this morning. We welcome to the show Nathan Taylor of Taylor's Game Over Turkey Calls. Nathan, good morning, man. Good morning, Chris. Thanks for having me on the show. Well, I appreciate you coming in this morning. You you got in touch with me, heck, it had to be about a year ago. Yes, yeah, it was a year ago. Uh, a buddy of mine, Ross Mellinger, killed a bird that was turning into a, a state record bird for West Virginia, NWTF number one bird, for you to do a story on that. Right, I remember that. And from doing that story with Ross, Ross called it in with one of the, the calls that I make, so you got back a hold of me 
right after the interview with him and say, hey, man, I want you on the show next yeah. March or, or April uh, to do a feature with the calls that you make and, and talk some turkey hunting as that, we lead up to season. I remember that. That Ross's dad also is the one who killed that giant bear up in Canada. Yes, yes. Uh, that was a uh, province record for the province that he killed that in as well. Right. Giant of a bear. Yeah. Now, you're from Jackson County, obviously, which is how you know Ross so well, I'm sure. Yes, sir. Yes, uh-huh. sir. How'd you get started making turkey calls? Uh, it's an interesting story. It's uh, My dad was making calls, uh, the old uh, Ben Lee trough-style calls, and he'd been making them for several, several years. And it seemed like, you know, every time I went somewhere, someone was like, you're Eddie Taylor's boy? I'm like, yeah. I killed my first turkey with a call that I got off of him, or I called my kid's first turkey in with him, or he gave my, my son a call, and he killed his first bird with that call. And that was always kind of in the back of my mind. And at that same time, I was getting frustrated with some of the other calls I was using. You know, I was using Dad's uh, trough calls, but he kind of got away from making them lost interest, and those became to be something, you know, far more valuable than a, a hunting tool. So I wanted to, to retire those, put those up, so I wouldn't break, you know, a, a family keepsake is what they turned into. So I started buying different mass-produced pot calls and just wasn't happy with the sound. So I started thinking, you know, I could make these. It can't be that hard. I've watched some videos on YouTube. I see these other guys making and, and, and producing calls. How hard could it be? So I look into getting a lathe and all the materials and everything or equipment tools I need to get started and, and had sticker shock. I thought, well, that, <laughs> you know, that, that may not be the endeavor I want to, to, to invest in to try to make some calls that I could just buy. That may be easier. Got to move a lot of units to pay for a lathe. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Exactly. Well, uh, when I fir- at the same time I was having this thought, my father-in-law was cleaning out his garage, and my brother-in-law Zeb was in Morgantown in med school at the time, and he happened to have a lathe that he had in high school that he was making ink pens with. That was one of his hobbies. My father-in-law was wanting to empty out his, uh, his garage, so here's a lathe and all these tools. So you know uh, that was an op- that was a golden opportunity, you may say. So I I offered to my father-in-law said, you know, I'll get that lathe and stuff out of your way, you know, just to kind of help you along getting this cleaned up. So way to sell it, dude. Yeah, yeah, it, it, it was a win-win for for everybody. You know, my father-in-law's garage it got cleaned out. I've got a lathe, so I take it home and start looking at what types of uh, different chucks and jaws I need to to make a pot call took one out of my dresser drawer out of my game drawer game call drawer and and just took a hammer and busted it open cleaned everything out and drove up to parkersburg to woodcraft and said this is the lathe that i have i need the tools and jaws to hold a piece of wood to do this so they got me set up with everything i needed i you know got a a couple boards and flew back down the house uh, in, in sandyville and started cutting boards out with hole saws and making blanks and putting those on the lathe and and within a couple of hours, I had a dozen or so just laying around ready to go, putting finish on them, I ordered surfaces and soundboards, and they came in, and I glued them up. And, and I was just proud as a peacock with that first batch of calls that I made until I started playing them. And I thought, wait a minute, uh. this this isn't as easy as it looked on YouTube. <laughs> uh, so I started doing some more investigating of what was going wrong, inquiring from some different folks on Facebook and Internet forums. And a guy by the name, he goes by the handle Pappy on one of the hunting forums i'm one says sends me a private message and says call me so within a few minutes of getting that message i give him a call and say hey this is nathan taylor the guy that was asking about making pot calls you said you could give me some advice he starts asking about what measurements i was using and i'm like i just eyeballed it from the one that i bought and he's like oh no 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 he said you're making something that's the same as a musical instrument he said if you're off just a few hundredths or thousandths of an inch uh, in the gap between your soundboard and your playing surface or the wall thickness, uh, several other measurements, he said, you're not going to get the sound. So 
uh, after talking with him for probably 45 minutes to an hour, taking a lot of notes, uh, he sent me some information and, and kind of got me started. So after that, that next batch I started making, I'm like, oh man, here we go. Now I've got something, something that'll work. So I put together a few cherry slates, glass calls and some maple calls and was ready for spring. I actually took uh, uh, just about a week after I made my first one that actually sounded good. I took it to Florida with me and called in a, a mass of Osceola bird with that. So that's, Is that the picture that's on your Facebook page? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. That thing spurs. Good Lord. Yeah. Yeah. He, he was dandy. <laughs> I, you hear that uh, all the different commonalities are what different subspecies of turkeys have. And Osceolas are known for the longer, sharp spurs. And you don't realize how long and sharp uh, a true Osceola spurs are, especially coming from West Virginia until it, you know it rolled over. Yeah, when you and see them in West Virginia, they're, they're they have spurs, but they're kind of rounded, and you know they don't look like something that'd be too lethal. These things look like something that probably ought to have guards on them. Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. Watch your hand picking that thing up. Absolutely, I'm glad he wasn't flopping, or I probably <laughs> would have got stabbed and had to go to the emergency room with that bird. But so you you, you made these calls, and, and you realized that that precision measurements are the key absolutely did you did you did he give you precision measurements or did you have to experiment and do some different things yourself to kind of get the sound you wanted uh he helped me out giving ballparks you know if you're just wanting something to start having the sound roughly the the pot needs to be roughly this thick the the ledge that your surface is going to be on needs to be roughly this thick the walls of your call need to be roughly this thick the gap between your surface and soundboard the height of your soundboard pedestal the thickness of your sound holes in the base this is a rough idea you know if you go from there you can tweak it a few hundreds one way or the other and and Boy, make nobody, what you need there you so, don't really think of how much how much difference that makes you mentioned you mentioned the one that your dad made, and you brought one of those with you, didn't you? Yes, sir. Play that one for us a little bit there. Hit that one. Let folks now. This one it does not look like a pot call at all. No, no. This call is about four inches long and about two and a half inches wide. It's got a sound chamber. It's rectangular. Uh, yeah, it's rectangular. It's not round. And it's got about a half inch by four inch piece of slate, and it's just a really soft, sweet calling. Just a really soft, sweet call, and, I, and I've killed a pile of turkeys with these. But uh, you don't make those anymore. No, uh, well, my dad, he, he's got other things he likes to do. He likes to trout fish too much to fool with making turkey calls. So he has a few of them. Everybody's got away. a vice. Oh, so. yeah, 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 that, that's his now. Yeah. So, and and now you moved on. Why, why did you get away from that? Because that seemed to be like your signature design. If your dad was making it, why didn't you go with that? Or why did you go with the round ones? I wanted to do something to where, okay, it wasn't just somebody carrying on doing exactly what dad did. You know, gotcha. as far as still making calls, you know, I wanted to be associated with something that my dad did with that. But I was wanting something a little bit different. And I just like the, the feel of something around, the feel of the pot call. And what you can do as far as, you know, laminating uh, different pieces of wood to make some unique uh, mm -hmm. calls there. Uh, it just seemed to me that for how I was wanting to make calls and what I wanted them to look like, uh, the pot call design was going to be something that was going to be more suitable for what I was wanting to try to now do. Now, you got several in there. Give us another one there that, that, that it would be your go-to out of that. Those ones you got laying there. Oh, man, that that's a question I get asked all the time is what what's your go-to and and it's kind of like how people have different moods for what they're in the mood for to go out for dinner. Uh, you know, <laughs> uh, Last year I got on a kick of hunting with a, a crystal call, and I'll play a crystal for you. It's a really high pitch. It rolls over in, into some rasp. 
A lot of it, too, is what the turkey wants, I guess. Absolutely. And I got a kick and a kick on playing Crystal. Uh, I, I made one. I fell in love with the call, and I hunted with it for three weeks last spring. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I also make calls that are copper. And I just kind of thought one day, you know, there's only a couple of days left of season. You know, I'm going to start carrying something different. It's a lower tone. It's more of a, a, a yawky, squawky sound. Uh, honestly, I, I think that it sounds more realistic than most of the other surfaces I use. I just wasn't given, you know, it's, it's due justice. You know, it's. I don't want to go out there and, and play a half a dozen different pots at the same time, but uh, this is what a copper sounds like for you. You can definitely tell a difference in that one in the, in the crystal. Absolutely. Uh, two completely different tones, two completely different sound levels. And like you were saying, you know, uh, turkeys like to hear something different. You know, if I were to give somebody uh, new to turkey hunting a piece of advice, and I tell this to a lot of folks, is, you know, it, it's a language. It, it truly is. When Will Primos talks about speaking a language, turkeys have a, a distinct language, distinct things that they're trying to say to one another. And, and being able to have a conversation with a bird is what you're trying to do. And to do that effectively, you need to kind of take his temperature. What is it that he's wanting to hear? You know, he may want you to, to take a, a crystal call and just scream and blast and go as loud as and aggressive as you can calling. Or there may be times that he wants more of that softer mm-hmm. uh, tone and lower tone that you're going to get with that copper. Or maybe that you may get with a, a slate call. I'll play one of those for you. Real quick, we got to take a break here. I tell you what, hang on to the slate there. All right. We got to take a break. We'll have more with Nathan Taylor talking about his turkey calls that he makes as you can tell he's passionate about it so we'll talk more about it coming up in a moment right after this are you in charge of the entertainment for your next get together well whether it's a school function a kid's birthday party or a team building exercise for adults gotcha archery games has got you covered the state's only mobile business offering the original family-friendly safe combat sport of archery tag or test your skills with their inflatable hoverball shooting gallery using soft-tipped arrows indoors or outdoors gotcha archery will be a hit at your next event That's Gotcha Archery Games. See more at gotchaarcherygames.com. Paying for college is more challenging than ever. That's why Metro News is proud to present the 10th Annual West Virginia Scholar Program, where one Mountain State High School junior will win a full scholarship to West Virginia Wesleyan College valued at $160,000. For details, go to wvmetronews.com and click the Apply Now button. The application deadline is April 16th. Win a full scholarship at wvmetronews.com. The 2017 West Virginia Scholar Program is presented by West Virginia Hospital Association, West Virginia Farm Bureau, and ZMM Architects and Engineers. You're listening to Northside Automotive, West Virginia Outdoors on Metro News, the voice of West Virginia. My grades were bad. I appeared to be doing good at my school life, but if you would see me at home, it would have been a completely different story. I mean, it was just rough focusing on school when your mother is somebody you have to take care of. There are students who need somebody. Communities and Schools is helping more than 1.3 million kids get whatever they need to succeed in school. You can help change the picture of education at communitiesandschools.org. I hear people say we can't save every kid, but I think that we can. Hey there, it's me, John. I'm just a regular dad, but I'm a big deal at my house, mostly because I'm there. That's half of being a great dad, showing up. The other part is tricky. Let's use a simple test to see if you can figure out that other part, shall we? What is this sound? Thanks, Dad. I know it's only two words. Could be the sound of gratitude. That's the obvious guess, but listen carefully. Thanks, Dad. 
There's a lot of history in those two words, a lot of time spent understanding each other, admitting mistakes, making changes, expressing feelings. Those two words are really saying respect. Now that's a hard thing to teach. Respect yourself, your parents, your teachers, your fellow human beings. Wow, can a kid learn all that just by spending more time with his father? Well, it's a start. This message brought to you by The Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. For our troops and their families, the military is more than a career. It's a journey, and every step along the way, the USO is there. It's an experience that that soldier will never forget. That's what the USO does. From the time they join to the time they transition out of the military, the USO is there, offering programs and support along the way. It's way more than a free phone call for us. It's that opportunity to stay mom, and the USO makes it all possible. Be a part of their journey. Learn more today at USO.org. Nathan Taylor of Game Over Turkey calls. Where'd you come up with Game Over? Uh, Game Over kind of came from a a, a phrase that I actually got from my buddy Ross that we were talking about earlier. I was thinking about, you know, something other than just be, well, Nathan Taylor makes turkey calls. I wanted a name. And it's uh, really a a, a deep thought of hunting is a tradition for a lot of people in West Virginia. And it's a lot of uh, tradition steeped in probably young boys going hunting with their father or their uncle or their grandfather, someone like that, that is a mentor to them. And, and Ross and I have that similar parallel type of story uh, between our dads getting us started in hunting and having those relationships. Uh, the relationship my dad and I had starting turkey hunting together uh, in the early 90s and, and growing into that and kind of the family legacy of my dad made slate calls, I'm making calls, uh, that relationship coupled along with with Ross's relationship of being a, you know a best friend with his dad and them being hunting buddies well, Ross and I went turkey hunting one morning first spring morning that we went and I called in three uh, long beards up to him and he shot one and as soon as he fired off the gun the birds flopping he just kind of jumps up and gets all excited he's like yeah game over and I'm like <laughs> Okay, you know, I've, I've got excited and whooped and hollered too, but I've never said that. And, and as he picks the bird up, throws it over his shoulder, and we're walking back out the ridge to our vehicle, you know, he starts talking to me about what the, that phrase game over meant. That was something that him and his dad would always say while they were hunting, or maybe let's say they were deer hunting uh, in separate stands. They weren't right beside of each other, and they would uh, shoot each other a text game over and at the same time of this hunt ross's dad was in the early stages of his battle with als so the the phrase game over the name game over for my cause is kind of a you know a tribute to the hunting heritage heritage of father and sons or good buddies like ross and i and you know and a tribute to the impact that that his dad had on him so that's kind of how that name goes together that's you know, awesome so a couple different uh stories or meanings or, or layers of of relationships that you get from a hunting heritage uh goes into that name of game over that's great you uh you were talking about the the, the way that you, you you manipulate the size and the the precision dimensions of the of the the housing of the call the surface that you're hit that you're using to generate this noise 
do you customize that or do you just buy blanks and the, and how they come is how they are or can you manipulate that in any way I, I buy the blanks and for the vast majority with the exception of slate uh, you know glass copper aluminum and even uh, titanium that I got started in uh, they're pretty consistent with their thicknesses all the way across the slate could vary it could have some humps in it, it it's something that's soft enough there may be something odd with that and I just take a suction cup hold it onto a belt sander and just you know make sure I smooth that flush before I uh-huh. I, I put that onto the pot itself now but, do, do they come in a, in a certain size circle or do you have to cut them out of a, a big sheet I, I find a supplier that already has them pre-cut mm-hmm. you know so that cuts down as far as time and it cuts down on you know my brother-in-law doesn't have anything that will cut cut <laughs> slate and glass and titanium <laughs> like that uh, in into the blanks that I need so I found a, a distributor in Pennsylvania and there's also a distributor in Tennessee and Kentucky so depending on what they have in stock at the time when I'm needing something uh, that's where I get that with the exception of titanium uh, back to the gentleman Pappy that worked with me on getting my dimensions right he came he was able to uh, acquire a large amount of three and a half inch titanium discs and he shot me a message and say hey have you ever made calls out of this and I said no no I have not would you like some? I'm like, what do they sound like? Well, so, of course I would. <laughs> you, know, so, you know, when he's describing, you know, the sound of titanium, very, very unique. Very unique with how high pitch it can roll over in the rasp at the back end. You know, he sends me a, a, a sound clip, and I'm like, send me 40. So... <laughs> Just 40. Just, just 40. Well, he had 1,200 to start with, oh, okay. so I didn't put a very big dent in them. So I started making titanium uh, surface calls last summer, and uh, I need to get back a hold of Pappy to see how many of that 1,200 he has. I've only now, got I know, I know there are a lot of different uh, surfaces, glass, and you've gone through some of them, but they, they seem to come out with something new that you – for instance, the titanium. That's the first time I'd ever heard that, but I'm sure it's been out several years. Uh I mean, every year they seem to come out with something else that you can start. You can start creating a call with. Uh, yeah, it it really comes down to at least you know mass manufacturers are probably copying what custom call makers you know what is it that they're doing to make unique sounds. Mm-hmm. Well, what what's going on there? Uh, a lot of the custom guys when they're coming out with something that's more unique than the traditional. Uh, say slate or glass, all those different surfaces are probably all steeped into call making competitions that are NWTF sanctioned ah. events, whether they're 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 state or national call making. So events. nothing's so, a secret. Uh, surface wise, not really anything that would be a secret. It's it's more guys trying to say what surface can I find to use to give me something unique either for the calling stage or for a call-making competition, something that's going to be a unique look or sound uh, to be able to take me to that next level to be a, above the, the rest of the competition. Now, something else that a lot of people don't consider on these particular kind of calls that impacts this is the striker. Absolutely. Do you, do you make the striker yourself? And the striker is what you hold in your right hand to scrape across it. Yes, correct. For those who aren't uh, sure. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of things that go into not only the inside harmonics that affect the sound or not only just the surface that you're using, uh, but the density of the wood that you're using. Like if you're using, say, something softer like a soft maple or cherry or a walnut, that's going to sound different than some of your very hard exotic woods uh, like a bacote, like a, a zebra wood. 
and, and then your striker is going to play a big difference as well. I carry uh, strikers made of probably four or five different woods when I'm hunting. Uh, the calls that I make and sell are a two-piece diamond wood striker. It's a five-and-a-quarter-inch diamond rod, uh, mm-hmm. uh, dowel rod blank, and I'll probably use something that's either going to be maple or a flame to Osage striker top. I use that because it's the most consistent of giving a sound that that I like to use and what I've used in the woods that turkeys like to hear. I also venture out maybe with some Purple Heart. Uh, tulip wood was an awesome striker, but it's now on the it's on the no cut list, so that that uh, that wood's going to be just about obsolete to find unless somebody already has quantities of that. And because uh, it's now not allowed to be uh, cut uh, overseas, uh, that's going mm-hmm. to that source is going to dry up. Uh, persimmon's another wood that I really like to use, uh, especially with crystal or slate. It gives a, a throatier, older, raspier sound. So yeah, if you want to. If you want to sound like, uh, say, a dozen different hen turkeys, if you were to get two different pots with two completely different surfaces and you were to have four or five different wood types of strikers, you'd be set to go into the woods and could sound like just about any hen that you would want to. Wow. So do you um, – I lost my train of thought. Did the, the wood that you use, is this wood that you – actually comes out of the forest i mean you mentioned maple and 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 walnut i mean do you go out and find those trees and have them custom cut or do you just buy just wood you know in bulk right off the shelf i I buy lumber uh several different places i've got a neighbor who has a sawmill and a Mm -hmm. kiln so he's a person that may be cutting stuff that's uh locally from the sandy sandyville area so a lot of the walnut and cherry calls i get from or the lumber i get from him uh, I get wood from Woodcraft in Parkersburg, and then my wife loves to go up to the Amish country, and there's a Kime Lumber store up there, which that's like Disney World to a call maker. The first time I was in there, I was in the store about two and a half hours, and <laughs> she was in the car because I said, I'm only going to be in here like 15 or 20 minutes, honey. I'm going to go in. I'm going to get a, a zebra wood board or two, and I'll be out. And she comes in and says, what are you doing? I was like, I've not been here that long, have I? And you know, the, the, the wood selection there is is really awesome. So mm-hmm. uh, that's a, another place, another source for getting lumber. I've also met some guys through some of the turkey call groups on Facebook uh, that have certain distinct things. It's kind of like what my neighbor's doing. They, they have a sawmill, and when they see certain things, like, say, a, a flame box elder or ambrosia maple or curly maple or high-figured walnut that they know is going to be doing something uh, more unique than just making furniture, mm-hmm. those guys are, are holding that and being able to get some blanks from that source That's as awesome. well. Great to have friends. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Nathan Taylor, Game Over Turkey Calls is the name of his company. He's our guest this morning. We'll be back in a moment to talk more about it right after this. In West Virginia, wildlife is for everyone, and the West Virginia DNR works to keep it that way. Every year, West Virginia's Division of Natural Resources manages thousands of acres of public land and water, ensuring the future of our great natural resources in the Mountain State. Our state is a haven for all species of wildlife, game and non-game, and draws thousands each year to enjoy our rich outdoor heritage. When you buy a hunting or fishing license or take a stroll in our forest to view wildlife, you're enjoying what the DNR has made possible. The West Virginia DNR, working to ensure wildlife is for everyone. 
Metro News is the voice of West Virginia when it comes to WVU basketball. Veteran reporter Alan Taylor provides his own unique style of coverage and commentary of the Mountaineers. Plus, Mountaineer play-by-play announcer Tony Caridi talks WVU hoops on the Metro News statewide sports line. Weeknights at 6.06. Wrap up your weekend with Brad Howe, Travis Jones, and Greg Hunter on the Sunday night sports line. It's Mountaineer coverage you can depend on from the names you know on Metro News, the voice of West Virginia. Hey, you want to get away from the hustle and bustle? Try a luxury cabin and a private access trophy trout stream. That would do it, and you'll find that at Harmon's Luxury Log Cabins in the Hopeville Canyon. Nothing says relaxing like getting away for a little fishing. And if you don't know how to fly fish, they got plenty of guys there that can teach you how to do it. After all, that's where they film the award-winning TV show Fly Rod Chronicles many times. For more off-the-grid getaways just like Harmon's Luxury Cabins, visit go to WV.com or call 1-800-CALL-WVA. Real escape, you're going to find it here in wild, wonderful West Virginia. You're listening to Northside Automotive West Virginia Outdoors on Metro News, the voice of West Virginia. Over the past 50 years, SCORE mentors have helped more than 10 million small business owners succeed for free. Starting a business can be incredibly confusing. SCORE really helped me steer the course. Whatever the business, there's a SCORE mentor who can help you reach your goals. SCORE mentors are serious business experts. Are you starting or growing a business? Be one of the next 10 million small businesses helped for free by SCORE. Get your free business mentor at SCORE.org. On the battlefield, there's a saying America's military men and women live by. Never leave a fallen warrior behind, ever. Off the battlefield, Wounded Warrior Project operates with the same goal. We leave no warrior behind. Wounded Warrior Project is a nonprofit organization created to help our men and women returning home with the scars of war. Whether those scars are physical or mental, we're here to make sure that they heal. And whether it's helping those with post-traumatic stress disorder live a normal life again, are giving much needed support to injured warriors and veterans hospitals. Because no one deserves our help more than the men and women who risk their lives to keep us safe. Wounded Warrior Project. We never leave a fallen warrior behind, ever. Learn more about what we do at woundedwarriorproject.org. Someone in your town, at your school, or where you work is suffering from Crohn's disease or ulcerative colitis. They're dealing with excruciating pain and days when they can't even get out of bed. Chances are someone you know has Crohn's or colitis. Someone like me. I'm Amy Brenneman, and I'm asking you to support the Crohn's and Colitis Foundation of America to help millions of us cope and to find cures. Visit ccfa.org today to learn more. Help someone you know. Nathan Taylor, Game Over Turkey Calls, is our guest this morning. We're talking about the calls that he's made. How long have you been in this business? I started making them two years ago, like I say, just on, uh, for something for myself to use. I yeah. uh, didn't want to try selling something to <laughs> someone that I didn't know how well it would work. So made up uh, probably around a dozen different calls that uh, me, my dad, Ross, and a couple other buddies, I said, hey, give these a try. And those guys would be hunting with other people. Hey, where'd you get that call at? Well, you know, Nathan Taylor made it. So people started calling and asking or sending messages through Facebook or something like that uh, of wanting calls. So it just kind of grew from there. You and I talked about this during before the show started this morning. I think it was back in the 90s. Uh, 
I, I, I when I started this show, I, t- I talked to a lot of different people that I, you know I wasn't real familiar with with turkey calling, and I talked to guys who had made calls way back there in the fifties and sixties, and they were telling me it was hard to get materials back then. But then as you as you progressed in turkey, well, first of all, we started having more turkeys, so people started getting more in, interested in calling and and hunting, and then suddenly nationally these big big manufacturers started exploding and and that's great and i've got no problem with a big company producing a lot of calls and making a lot of money the problem is when you start mass producing something on that scale you lose quality and i think we're getting to the point now that people are becoming so fine-tuned in turkey calling that they'll seek out somebody who customizes calls and, and and there's a lot of creativity in this craft that you don't find in those in those mass-produced calls, and I think that's one of the allures and why guys like yourself can be successful because there's so many guys like you, and everybody makes something just a, just a touch different. Yeah, absolutely. When you you look at uh, the the quality or the uniqueness, more so is probably what a lot of folks are looking at. You know, you could go uh, across the river to Cabela's and and walk down through the aisles there, looking at the pot calls. And probably 95% of what you're going to see is going to be probably either cherry or walnut, that lax figure that's very dull looking. And depending on the company that makes them, those things could run from anywhere from, say, 30 bucks upwards to 90 You know, when you start getting into... 90 some, bucks for a turkey call? Uh, if it's the right company. Some Oof. people... Some people are really proud of, of what they make. I'm not gonna <laughs> I'm not gonna go into to, to, to names and stuff. But uh, the same thing with mouth calls. You know, you're starting to see mouth calls range in the twelve to fifteen dollar range, mm-hmm. and it doesn't take long of taking a mouth call that costs fifteen dollars, and the third or fourth day of season, you're 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 trying to yelp on it, and the tape separates from the frame, and the latex goes blowing out of your mouth. Uh, that that's what people start getting with uh, something that's more mass produced and they're starting to find smaller call makers you know like myself or maybe people that make quite a few more calls than i do but people that make them one at a time uh, to get that uniqueness especially when you're looking at pot calls or other uh, call maker friends i have that make box calls you can get more unique woods you know you can tune calls to to meet someone's need you can you can talk to someone about what is it that you're wanting to to achieve what is the sound that you're wanting and that can help direct them to maybe they want something that's crystal maybe they want something that's copper i've had a lot of guys that i've, I've met up with and say what are you wanting and they say oh, i i know i want a glass call and guarantee you know bring me a glass call you know so we may meet up and i'll bring half a dozen 10 different calls of varying different surfaces and they start playing the different calls and you know they may end up buying something that's aluminum or they maybe a titanium because it has the sound that they're wanting to get you know when you're just picking something up off a shelf from a package you don't know what you're getting as far as the sound you may just know what you're getting because you've seen so and so on the outdoor channel uh promoting and pushing Mm -hmm. uh, a particular name or you know life's too short to hunt with ugly turkey calls <laughs> you know, i mean uh, you know i'm looking at that some, should have been your slogan right there it, it, it should be you know uh, uh, a lot of the calls that i hunt with you know uh kime lumber i can get some very very high grade uh fiddleback quality uh curly maple you know it looks way better than a doll walnut or cherry well you, what you run into there you have to be careful because you're making a turkey call to call turkeys so many of these things I see that people make it and they become collector's items and they lay on a shelf to look at and be pretty. That's not what a turkey calls for. 
I, I, I mean, I, you know, if you want to buy one, you can do whatever you yeah, want. Yeah, I guess that's true. <laughs> I, I, I've made several calls uh, that I may be putting a picture on the soundboard over a glass, under a glass surface. You know, maybe it's a father and son with a picture of their first turkey. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, you I, don't get that in the in the line of No, no, no. The, it's a pretty good store. The first call I ever tried doing that, uh, a guy got a hold of me and his dad had killed an elk. And he, he brings the, the, the skull cap of the antlers back home, and he's got a picture of his two granddaughters standing beside of this. And it's like, you know, his granddaughters and his first elk were the two most cherished things in his life. So he gets a, them together in a picture. So his son gets a hold of me saying, can you put this picture inside of a call? You know, my, you know I think it would be a unique keepsake. So, you know, those of you that are out there, if you're wanting something, you know, unique, maybe to commemorate, maybe you and your dad or you and your son or you and a friend that's uh, uh, killing a bird that's very special, instead of just printing that picture off and, and getting a, a four by six or a five by seven frame, you know, a turkey call makes a really unique frame as well. That's, that's uh, a great marketing to, tool there. To, to keep that. Yeah. And again, you know, I just, you know, doll woods are boring, you know. Uh, <laughs> Uh, I've got a lot of calls that uh, a lot of people have posted stuff up on Facebook. I can't believe you scratched the glass on that call. I've, <laughs> I, I will admit I do have one call at the house I've not scratched the glass on. Uh, I bought this six-foot-long board because of this one unique uh, knot and curl blend in the wood. And uh, my glass and crystal calls, I glue a feather on the soundboard. And uh, I put a feather off of uh, Rio that I killed in Kansas. I'm making a set of four calls. If I can find something really unique and special, I'm making a call with yeah. a feather for each bird for my Grand Slam. That'd be so, awesome. Uh, I put this one together, and I'm like, there's no way. I think I'm going to have to keep this one. we got to take our final break. Nathan Taylor's with us. We'll wrap it up right after this. You'll never see a Ram Heavy Duty dragging its tail around the job site because auto-level rear air suspension automatically levels it when a heavy load is placed in the bed or a weighty trailer is hooked up. Long live stability, and long live the truck that handles 15 tons of whatever you've got. Ram Truck Month is the only place to get America's longest-lasting pickups. Hurry in, final days. Now during Ram Truck Month, Ford, Chevy, GMC, and Toyota truck owners can trade in and get an additional $500 bonus cash on the purchase of a 2017 Ram 2500 or 3500 truck. Visit RamTrucks.com to locate your nearest Ram dealer, schedule a test drive, and hurry in today for this great offer. Available feature. Based on IHS Automotive VIO registration data for all brands of GBW 1-3 pickup trucks continuously sold in the U.S. since 1988, Dodge and Ram have the highest overall percentage still on the road. Trade-in vehicle must be registered to consumer for 30 days prior to purchase to be eligible. Residency restrictions apply. Offer ends 4-3. Ram is a registered trademark of FCA US LLC. And today's show brought to you in part by Ram Trucks, made for those who stand apart. We'll be back in a moment. Right after this, you're listening to Northside Automotive, West Virginia Outdoors on Metro News, the voice of West Virginia. Housing discrimination. Would you recognize it and report it? These folks did. My landlord said rent will be cheaper if we're friends with benefits. Because I'm legally blind, a landlord questioned whether I'd be capable of maintaining an apartment. Our real estate agent said a different neighborhood with people like us might better suit our family. To learn more about housing discrimination, visit hud.gov fairhousing. Fair housing is your right. Use it. A public service message from HUD in partnership with the National Fair Housing Alliance. They just told us right away that we're going to house you, we're going to feed you, and every single one of his medical bills is just all taken care of. They've saved my family from financial ruin. It allowed me and my wife both to focus on the most important thing, which was the health and well-being of our son. We have phenomenal research 
outstanding clinical care and the generosity of public which allow us to treat patients regardless of what it takes. And that's what makes St. Jude so magical. At St. Jude Children's Research Hospital, families never receive a bill for treatment, travel, housing or food because the only thing a family should worry about is helping their child live. Doctors send us the toughest cases to be treated at St. Jude and our patients come from all over the world. When we come here, they told me, don't worry, everything's been taken care of. We can never repay St. Jude for what they've given us. Because of you. Gracias a ti. Because, because of, of you. you. There is St. Jude. Army Specialist Andrew Pike became paralyzed while serving in Iraq. My injury was a gunshot wound to the left abdomen from a sniper. My first contact with paralyzed veterans was in Walter Reed. Paralyzed veterans National Service Officer Michael Killen. We try to reassure them what benefits are out there, try to educate them and take some of that stress away from them. Right now I'm going back to school to earn a degree and I'm just spending time with my wife and child. You can help our paralyzed veterans. Visit pva.org. Now, is that one we haven't heard yet this morning? Uh, that's a crystal. I just wanted to play that one again because, you know, like I said earlier, I'm kind of in the mood. We've played everything through here, aluminum slates, coppers, titaniums, kind of the whole gamut, and, and yeah. just wanted to go back with what we started with there. If folks want to get a hold of you and talk to you about turkey calls or if they'd like to get you to make them a turkey call, you, you were talking about the fact that you can you can actually underlay a photograph a, a or whatever. Stuff, yeah. yeah. How, how would they get a hold of you? Uh, there's a couple different ways they can look me up on Facebook, either Nathan Taylor, my profile picture right now I'm holding up an Osceola. Well, of course uh, you turkey. are. So, uh, yeah, there's going to be a turkey picture there. Uh, so that that's one way you can get me. You can look up my call page, Taylor's Game Over Turkey Calls, uh, or just shoot me a message, a text message, or give me a call myself, 304-532-2230, and we can kind of talk through what, what it is that you're looking for, what kind of sound, you know. You know, maybe there's something that you're wanting with a unique wood that I have that I've, I've got laying around that I can make a call from. You know, you don't have to get something that's already made up. You can say, I'll, you know, looking at through your call page, listening to the sounds, you know, I like the sound of this particular call, but I don't want the wood that that one's in that you're playing or that you say is available. So mm -hmm. uh, get a hold of me and we can work something out and, and get something that's going to fit what you're looking for. The beauty of the Internet is you can, you can make sounds with them and you can put the, the sound right up there if they want to listen to it. I, absolutely, yeah. When you go to my call page, when I've got a call ready to go or maybe something that's a unique sound if people keep asking, you know, what's this one sound like or that, uh, I'll shoot a video with my cell phone and load it up to my call page there. And usually if it's a call, that's available within probably 15 20 minutes somebody shooting me a message and saying hey man uh, i want that one how do i get it nathan taylor game over turkey calls is the name of it visit him on facebook and tell him you heard him on the radio we'd appreciate that nathan i appreciate you coming in this morning and sharing all this knowledge with us man chris thank you so much buddy all right man that'll do it for today's show don't forget the archery and school state tournament going on heck, about an hour they're going to get started over at the charleston civic center go check them out today That'll wrap up this week's show. Many thanks to producer Coop, and we'll be back next Saturday. You be sure and join us as well, and until then, have a great week in the West Virginia outdoors. 
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.